0: Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I was a corporate flight attendant for six years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. So far, I've given you 66 episodes in over three years of free content. The first episode dropped in July 2020. So please support this podcast by purchasing my CFA ebook, and if you enjoy it, please give me the best rating that you see fit on Amazon. Also, give me a five-star rating wherever you listen and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. To rate takes less than 10 seconds of your time, and I'm not kidding, all you have to do is scroll down, hit five stars, and you're done and to review takes less than a minute. And always remember to hit the follow button so new apps pop up on your podcast player automatically. Today, I am going to discuss the smallest of the business jets that hold a flight attendant. They are the Citation 10 and the Hawker, but I'll be honest, there really isn't that much to say (laughs) about either of these jets. So I'd like to briefly discuss them and then move on to other subjects. The Citation 10 is written as Citation X, but it's pronounced 10 like the Roman numeral. It's made by Cessna. You could buy one anywhere between 2 to $7 million. It is an older plane, but it's known as a very fast plane. And the range is around 3,000 miles, so it can get you from New York to LA. It seats seven to eight, depending on the configuration. And it has an awkward raised platform. And what it is, is so you have the four seats in the front, the four seats aft, and then you have two seats on either side of the aisle facing each other. So you have that in the front and you have that in the back, but those seats are on a raised platform. And then the aisle is the floor of the plane. So your passengers are sitting higher up. It's a little, it's a little odd, especially if you're used to being on something like a G650, or you're used to being on something like a Challenger or Global, which you can't compare that. They're completely different jets. It's comparing apples and oranges. However, if you're not used to it, it's something a little strange. It's very small. It's a very narrow plane. And that's why the Citation 10 rarely has a flight attendant. And it's also a very bare bones galley. You have, I would say the equivalent of an easy bake oven. (laughs) It's that small. And then you also have pretty much no storage space. You have maybe six drawers. And then on top of that, you have no door to separate you from the passengers. And sometimes they have a sink in that little galley area and sometimes they don't. So if you ever get a trip on a Citation 10, then know that it's going to be the most bare bones operation that you will ever have to deal with besides the Hawker, besides the Challenger 300 and 350, because there's, you know, y- you have no oven, you have to heat each meal one at a time because the microwave's so small. So if you're going to have eight people, they need to know it's going to take a while right you have to think about that if you have to heat each meal one by one it's going to take a while and you just do the best you can and like the challenger 30350 300 with the no door now i think sometimes the citations would have a cloth door but i rarely used it you have to stand there in front of the passengers and that's what you have to do if there's nothing else you can do. Um, Some of the passengers will let you sit in the back, in back of them, which is great too. But I never did that. I just stood up front and did my thing. All right. So let's move on to the next small business jet, which is the Hawker. It is made by Beechcraft. You can buy one for around $2 million. It's an older plane, the one I flew. And again, the range is much like the Citation 10. It's 3000 miles from New York to LA. It seats eight. It is very small inside. I would even say smaller, a little bit smaller than a Citation 10. And it pretty much has no galley. So if the Citation 10 and the Challenger 300, 350 have no galley, this one has no galley. I think there was a microwave from what I remember because I remember heating up the person's meal. But I definitely remember washing the dishes and silverware in the sink in the aft lab. So it definitely doesn't have a sink. I do not remember even drawers. (laughs) I think there are probably a couple drawers and that's it. So there's pretty much no storage. I wanted to add a hawker to my resume. Just to say I added it, I thought it would be fun to put on my resume. So I asked the charter company I was working for at the time, If you would please think about me, if you ever have a request for a flight attendant on a hawker, and this is how rare it is to have a flight attendant on a hawker, probably a year and a half to two years later, they had one request, it was a five-day trip, and they remembered me, the guy remembered me, and put me on it, so I am probably one of the rare flight attendants in this industry, corporate flight attendants, to ever be on a hawker. And I'm really not exaggerating. So I'm kind of proud (laughs) that I have that on my resume because it's so strange. And so, you know, I've met pilots who actually fly hawkers and they're like, we've never seen a flight attendant on this thing. So yeah, it's kind of cool to say I've done that. And it's it's really tiny. You just have to be ready for bare bones. I was lucky. I had one passenger. He was a super nice guy and great tipper. I remember that too. It was easy because I had one passenger. But if I had eight, and again, all you have is this tiny little microwave, it would have been tough, especially if they want everything heated up. So that is the Citation 10 and the Hawker. And if you ever have the chance to be a flight attendant on one of them, make sure you search them on the internet and look up what the galley looks like, look up what the entire plane configuration looks like, because that will help you and you'll see how small it is. And then you can create a plan because with the catering on this, if you have eight people, you're going to need to have a plan. They have salads fine, and everything's packaged and you just hand out the salad in the salad bowl, not a big deal. But if these people want spaghetti and meatballs and they want it all heated up, you have to think about a really good plan for that. Uh, What would I do? Let's see. What would I do? Well, the problem is a private jet is so cold, right? So you can't just sit there and heat up the first seven dishes and then let them sit and wait. So what I would do is I would try to pile as much as I could onto a plate of let's say spaghetti and meatballs and sauce, do it all at once and then I would give everyone a little bit. That's what I would do, or at least give maybe the people in the front of the first four dishes and then heat again and the people in the back the next four dishes. You could do something like that. So just you have to be smart about these things when the circumstances and the conditions are not ideal for us. Let's move on to everyone's favorite subject, hot towels. (laughs) I forgot to mention them in 65 episodes of this podcast and the book. So I want to talk about them now. I want to dedicate half of an episode to them. For those of you that don't know, they are little rolled up towels. They look like little hand towels, like little washcloths. And some people make their own towels and do essential oils and herbs. So you'll hear about flight attendants doing this. And I think that's great. Um, you guys know me. I like to keep everything as simple as possible. So, I use the pre packaged ones that come several in a package. Sometimes they come six in a package. Sometimes they come 10 in a package. They come in lavender and lemon scents. And what you do is you open up the package, you put a little bit of water on them, and then you heat them in the microwave for five to 10 seconds. And then you arrange them nicely on a tray. So, you take them out, you arrange them nicely on a tray. And you serve them with a tongue, T-O-N-G. That's what I'm saying. And then you wring them out if they're too hot. And that's it. And sometimes I've been in situations where they've been on the tray and people just grab them. I've seen that as well, but that's kind of the, you know, official polite way of doing things. And sometimes the hot towels come in these little individual packages. So each one is in this little plastic wrapping. The owners, they like it like that. So you don't want to take them out of the package. They want to do it themselves. I have seen that. And what you have to do is you have to cut with scissors so you make sure that they're not opening a steaming hot package and they're not going to burn themselves. I have seen that. But for the most part, what you do is even if they're in those individual packages, you take them out, you put them on a tray and you serve them. Most American owners don't use them or care about them, and that's why I think I forgot about them. <laughs> Charter clients are more into them, so you know they like to feel like they're in the fancy baller life. So, when you hand them out, it depends. Some people hand them out at boarding, some FAs hand them out after the passengers sit down, sometimes before a meal, sometimes after a meal. I just like to hand them out once. Again, I am big into keeping everything simple. So I'm trying to think. It just depended on the owner. Some owners really like them after. Some owners really like them before the meal. Most of them did not care about having a hot towel upon boarding or they would just not take it. So I was just more before the meal or after the meal. And sometimes the owners would tell you, hey, I like the hot towel before the meal, after the meal, both. So that's good to know as well. Who loves the hot towels the most is the pilots. (laughs) It's a big treat for the pilots and they pretty much bathe with them. It's kind of gross. What they do is they will take a hot towel, they will open it up and they will (laughs) wipe their faces, necks, I've seen them wipe ears, uh, wipe their hands. They pretty much take a bath with it, which I always found bizarre. But every pilot, I'm not even exaggerating, I've seen do this. So definitely hand them to the pilots because they love it. (laughs) So it's a big bonus if you pass hot towels out to the pilots as well because they just, they love it so much. Now, going back to the owners, again, just kind of get a feel for when they want the hot towels passed out, when they don't. Some owners don't like them at all. And in fact, I would say when I've flown a lot of these owners, I'm gonna say up to 50% did not like them and did not want them. And I tried to use them and they just weren't into it. So if that's something that the owners aren't into, that makes your life easier. Don't force it upon them and you're good. (laughs) All right, so the last thing I wanna talk about is flying jimmy. Buffett. Normally, I do not talk about owners by name, but because he recently passed away and I have good things to say about him, I said, okay, let me talk about Jimmy Buffett because he's in the news right now. Jimmy Buffett, if I remember correctly, had either a G650 or a G550. That's my memory. I'm not sure if my memory is exactly right, but it was one of the bigger business jets. He was a very nice person. I liked him very much, very friendly. I mean, we didn't talk a lot, but when he did talk to me, he was very friendly. I remember he sat in the back playing guitar. He had a long couch and he played guitar. And I remember, I don't know anything about music, but I remember the guitar was very, very nice. It was very fancy. I could tell that guitar was expensive as hell, which makes sense because he's Jimmy Buffett the pilots were these very nice young pilots who i feel bad for now because they're out of a job unless the family took over the plane but they were very nice people i liked flying with them the food was great that i have to say i think jimmy buffett was my favorite account for food why he was a very healthy eater i believe if i remember correctly i don't want to give away too much cuz if the family has a plane but he ordered food from a very nice grocery store. There was salad, and there was all these yummy, healthy snacks, and so I really appreciated that for myself, and it was easy too. You know, he's an easy passenger, that I do remember. I think he was a snacker, now it's coming back to me, and I gave him some healthy snacks, and that was about it. I have a little bit of a funny story about him. I knew who Jimmy Buffett was. I'm not a fan, so I'm not a, what do you call those people, parrot heads? I don't, I don't know, Buffett people? <laughs> I don't know what you call them. But, you know, they're big Jimmy Buffett fans. They're all about the Margaritaville and all of that. And of course, of course, I know who Buffett is, but I hadn't seen a picture of him in probably 30 years, so I forgot what he looked like. I did not look him up before the flight because I was like, oh, I think he looks like this, but I'm not sure. So there was a passenger that got on early, and his name was James, and I called him Mr. Buffett. And he looked at me and he said, I'm not Jimmy. He said, just so you know, I am his lawyer. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But when Jimmy Buffett got on, I did recognize him, and they kind of looked alike. So it, it was my fault, but it wasn't my fault because it kind of looked alike. And I have to say, Jimmy Buffett was very chill. He's exactly what you would expect. If anyone who's a Jimmy Buffett fan, who's listening, he seemed like a great guy from what I saw. Buffett was a pilot. So I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he would fly the plane for takeoff and then he would go up again and land the plane because he was a pilot. The pilots loved working for him. I did not meet his family. I did meet his lawyer and I met other people on his team, but I don't remember Meeting a family member. So may Jimmy Buffett rest in peace because he was a really good guy. For our next episode, I have recorded a great interview with Pilot Matt, and he delves into what makes a great FA, including one tip that will keep you getting hired again and again. That episode will drop on Friday, October 6, 2023. Until then, Happy flying.